Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning back in with our weekly recap. We are in the best live series. I am joined today with my friends and fellow cohorts. Isaac? Oh, you want me to also one third of the tip bros, ladies and gentlemen, we have with us Sir Donovan Roberts' birthday on December 29th, (laughs) as well as I expect gifts now, Monsieur Zach. I don't know what that was. (laughs) Zach Allen, birthday on December 15th. We got an English man in here and a Frenchman. I'm pretty sure my birthday is on a Friday this year, so I expect plenty of gifts. He's looked it up. (laughs) Hey, uh, if if you guys don't know what the Tip Bros podcast is, just uh, just search Tip Bros podcast. Yes, that is one way to find it. Yeah, that yes. was deep. Thank that you for that, Isaac. Thank you. That was such helpful <laughs> information. So you're welcome. As always, we are joined with our guest, which is awesome. It's good to have you guys. Um, Isaac typically kicks things off with a worthy, worthy question, thought provoking. It's usually deep, probably really spiritual. A would you rather question just, you know, for the whole class. So carry on then. All right. In lieu of the Halloween season being over and all the uh, all, all the candy probably spread across your table and all the candy that you've already Living eaten. room floor. Living room floor. I did see that photo last night on social it's media. It's still there. It legitimately has not moved. That's awesome. What is, in your opinion, the best the worst and the most mid candy. It only it it has to be one. Is this a would you rather? Because it definitely sounds like you just asked me. Sometimes that. it's a would you <laughs> right. That's true. It's not a would you rather at all. <laughs> sometimes it's a would you rather. Sometimes it's like a draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such okay, as yeah this. There we go. Or so. just uh, an opinion question. Is this right. like specifically candy that you get on Halloween or just candy yeah, at all in Halloween, general? Okay. Halloween candy. So really good mid sure. and bad? Yeah. Like the best, the most mid, and the worst. Mm. I'm a huge Skittles guy, so that's my best for mm. sure. Just plain, plain Skittles or Lo- like no, 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 the purple pack. Tropical. Purple pack? Okay. I like the blue pack. Yeah. Just blue pack's good too. I like the sour ones; they're good yeah, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. All Skittles are good. Weird. Yes. Glad we got there. Hot take. Uh, probably mid would be like Hershey's. I feel like that's just yes, basic <laughs> average. Agree. I, I love it, but it's Agreed. it's just nothing special. All yeah, all Hershey's. Hershey and then bar, the absolute Hershey worst kids. thing in the world is almond joys. Good oh, lord, dude. Oh, in Jesus name. Mm. Wow. Why would anyone Bless eat an almond the, joy? Wow. Bless this man. Wow. Gosh, or a mound. Mm. Like yes, dots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whoppers. <laughs> whoppers <laughs> are horrible. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's my turn. Good. That's good. <laughs> this is, that's yours too. Yeah, no, we just no. shared. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, same exact shared opinion. Wow. No. That's awesome. Uh, no, that's the, crazy. Mine are the same. Yeah, yeah. No I, way. I'm a connoisseur of pretty much all candies, uh, except the ones that suck. Um, but I would say the ones that I gravitate more, like if if I'm he with just a group, of, toward, yeah. Oh. If I'm with a group of friends and their kids have picked this candy, I'm stealing it from them. Like that's what I'm doing. Is a Mr. Good Bar. That's my favorite candy of all time. How old are you? Uh, that is a hot take. Listen, a- it, it goes it goes back to me and my grandfather. We don't have to go into that story because it'll take too long. But that's why we we used to eat those together. So it's a good memory for Do me. You take Metamucil before or after. He <laughs> drinks uh, prune juice. Yeah, with my Pringles and PB and J sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that's that's my favorite. That's my, your best. Yeah, that's my best. Gosh. I'm just going with the one I'm going to eat the most, and it's going to be that one. All right. What's, I, your, what's your mid? I'm curious now. Mid? I don't know. Like. Probably Twizzlers. Oh, oh that's in my bad category. Yeah. Hey, legit. That's the worst. Listen, listen. That's I gotta tell you a story before you tell your worst. We were at a trunk or treat with my eight-year-old Hudson. Mm-hmm. Right. We walk up to a car, and this lady's like theme is Twizzlers. 
our family hates licorice, Twizzlers, whatever. HUD walks up and out loud says, oh, no. uh, forget that. That's all Twizzlers. Next. <laughs> to this <laughs> To her face? To, oh, yeah. Boom. To this Roast one. Oh, That's amazing. <laughs> she just laughs it off. I mean, she has to know. She has to know. Forget that. It's not, it's not a nationwide <laughs> yeah. favorite candy, so she has to know. It, it was a bold choice. Like, yeah. your whole bucket's full of Twizzlers. Wow. Yeah, that is bold. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of one time at a festival. I went and tried free cookies that they were giving out. And in their face, accidentally, I wasn't thinking. I said, these aren't as good as crumble and walked away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and my wife was like, did you just say that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? That was out loud. Uh, anyways, okay. Uh, my worst candy, milk duds. Oh, yeah, I'm the, with you on wow. that. Yeah, those are bad. I can't o- love that. The choice. only time I've ever seen like someone eat a milk dud right after they lose a tooth. <laughs> 100%. Hold They're, on. <laughs> Wait, what? All, all ages. All ages from child to elderly. Everybody loses this, a tooth. Does this include milk. your grandpa? That yes. The, yes. The good part. That's why I'm scared to eat milk duds, man. Well, because you got to think about it. They're never like a like good chocolatey consistency. They're always like eating a brick. He's done scientific research. I don't hey. think, milk dud. I don't think they make them anymore. I think they're just warehouses of them that to they keep putting fair. in bags. To be fair, I never sort through the the bag of candy and go, "Hey, did you you um you got any milk duds in there?" Exactly. But if 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 your kids are ever like, "Oh, I got a loose tooth. How do I get it out?" Give them a milk dud. It'll come right out. Hundred percent. A great father you will be. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh, I'm crying. I am okay. Very quickly. Very quickly. The best Reese pieces. Don't ask me why I say it that way. Pieces. You you know what I'm talking about. Reese's pieces. The most mid. M and M's, that's fair. And the and the forgotten worst, Tootsie Rolls. Dude, yeah, Hud would fight you on that. He loves Tootsie Rolls. My dad yeah, would I'm fight you on that. <clears throat> hot tamales and Tootsie Rolls are my dad's. Oh, hot tamales are terrible. Oh my gosh. And Dive Mountain Dew, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> don't eat those together. I can, I, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You don't. I'm, I'm like ashamed to say this out loud because I didn't know this about you. I legitimately had this conversation with my family last night, and I said I may take Reese's Pieces over any candy. That yes. you guys had uh, Reese's yes. pieces are sneaky, like they're really uh, good. And, and hot take. I think they're way better than peanut butter MMs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Could yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I there's like I feel like all the teenagers love peanut butter MMs. I can't do them. Um, so that would be my all time favorite mid, uh, I, like a Milky Way. I'm like, uh, I actually like Milky if Way. If I have to, they, I have to. They aren't, they aren't terrible, but I'm just it's in yeah. the category of mid for me. Like, yeah, pass. Like, you know, like once your candy is sitting on the shelf for three weeks and like you're sorting through it, oh, is there anything good? It's usually full of Three Musketeers, Milky Way, and Hershey's. Yeah. And well, the Almond Joys go straight to the trash. So to that that end, the worst candy on the planet, in my opinion, next, well, right right beneath licorice because that's just trash. Um, Almond Joy. I can't do it. Yeah. What is it about it? Is it just all the mixture of flavors that shouldn't be together? There's nothing about Almond Joy that makes me want to tr- even try it. Okay. Like it's, I've had one and I never will again. Isn't I, mean, there, I don't even want to go back and try it again. Isn't there coconut in there? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, it's choc- chocolate, almonds, and, and coconut. coconut. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Yeah. The, the most random assortment of ingredients. But it is, know. it's so disgusting. It is peculiar that someone thought, you know what? Let's wrap this up and make it into candy. Yeah. And what's annoying is every variety pack, it's like four really good pieces of candy and then, yeah, Almond Joy. Yes. Me and my wife bought a bag of candy last night. You it's, know what it had in it? Yeah, Almond, Almond Joy. Joy. Nope. 
Hang on. I thought that's where we were going, right? Yeah, that was a perfect build up. He threw us for a loop. (laughs) It had Reese Pieces. Yep. Reese Cups. Something else that was really good. I forgot what it was. Sounds really good. And then Twizzlers. Yep. There you go. Yes. That was it. It, I will go on record and say it is Reese's. Reese pieces. Reese pieces. Reese pieces. Reese pieces. He sounds like a four-year-old who just learned to like say yeah, that. He word does. Yeah, trying yeah. to like. Get okay, it. so we've been talking about candy for <laughs> a whopping Happy eight Halloween. minutes. <clears throat> so we're talking on Philippians chapter three and best life. This is a, a just a mic drop of a verse inside chapter three, of the book of Philippians. Paul says this, and he's talking about gaining righteousness through Christ, and he says, "Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do: forgetting what lies behind." Right what's in the past, and straining uh, forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So there's a lot of meat on that bone. Uh, the thing that jumps out to me there is the the idea of comparison. So when it comes to me walking in my faith, walking or, or growing in my faith, uh, my walk with Jesus, I cannot help but relate to the fact that, man, so many times uh, when it comes to my faith, but also in life where I just tend to compare, right? Um, You've heard it said comparison is the thief of joy, which is so, so true. But I just find myself um, holding my, when I compare, I, I find myself holding myself to a standard that God doesn't even hold me to. And and that is the just the overwhelming like gut shot. It's the conviction there. Like, what do you guys think about when you hear that, uh, or or yeah, hear those words in chapter three? Yeah, whenever I was reading this, I had to remind myself of really just like the context of the book of Philippians and remembering that Paul wrote this while he was in prison, and yeah. we probably wouldn't have we probably wouldn't have got the book of Philippians if Paul was comparing himself to all the other missionaries and preachers that were not in prison. And I'm sure if he was comparing himself, he'd be like, oh my gosh, while I'm in prison, this is worse. God, why'd you do this to me? Um, I'm here, they're out there, right? He's just like, he would be in this state of comparison and it would rob him of the joy that he knows that he he has in Christ. It would rob him of, uh, of the purpose that God had him there for a reason. And I think about that in the same way. It's like, man, God has a unique purpose, a unique calling for every single one of us. And whenever we start to compare that unique calling that God has placed on our personal life, right, mm-hmm. we'll get, we'll, we'll start robbing ourselves of the confidence that Christ uh, wants to give us uh, through that calling. And so, just knowing that Paul writes this, Paul writes this. And he, he wrote earlier, uh, 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 count others more significant than yourselves, right? Yeah. That's the, con- like, that. that's confidence, mm. knowing that, man, Jesus is better than everything. And so I'm going to, I'm going to count myself less than everything so that others can experience uh, this Jesus. Yep. For sure. Don, Alan, what y'all think? Yeah. I mean, I think comparison is something that in a sense we all struggle with it, maybe different levels uh, for each person. But I, yeah, I agree with everything I'll say. It's very dangerous, and I think it's an easy trap to get into. And it's not something so that easy. it's not something that is probably in the forefront of a lot of people's minds. It's something that happens fleeting, like from day to day, moment to moment, and that you don't even think about it. But it's easy to get like held up on it. <clears throat> yeah, I know. As an adult, like just in a worldly sense, it's really easy to like, 
oh, I don't have enough money. Or, oh, my, look, look at this person my age. Like, look at the job they have. Look at the, yeah. look at all that stuff. And so it's easy to, or look at their walk with God. Like, oh, they seem like so righteous, all the things they post on, all these things. I want to be more like them. So it's really easy to fall into that. But yeah, Isaac, I just agree with everything you say. Like, God has a plan for each and every one of us. And the more that we, like, look to others to validate ourselves or to not validate ourselves, the less joy we're going to have in Christ. Because when we are comparing, when we are looking to the world to give us the answers to our life, like we're missing the point. We're missing where true identity comes from. And I can say, and I still struggle with comparison. I want to say we all do, but I I don't want to speak for y'all. I know for me, I, I do from time to time, but in those moments when I'm not comparing to the world, when I'm not comparing to my fellow friends or peers or whatever, I find the most joy in Christ. I find the most joy in my life. The things that were worrisome to me, the things that were just holding me back, like they just become fleeting thoughts. They become things that don't even hold like a light to the grace that God has given me. And so I just, I try to, I try to just hold on to, to that truth that of what Isaac said. And I think that's a really good a way to attack it as well. Well, and I think one thing you said, you said what others post. And I think social media has made comparisons so much oh, hard, yeah. harder to deal with oh, because yeah, yeah. it's constant. Absolutely. You get on Instagram, you're comparing yourself to all of your friends, all of your peers, and Twitter, YouTube, whatever you're watching, you're like, man, I could be like this person. Because yep. like people on YouTube are posting videos of them traveling the world, and I'm like, dang, I wish I could do that. Yeah. And I'm here in Fairhope, Alabama. <laughs> right. <laughs> recording this podcast right, right. now. <laughs> Yeah. The number yeah. two podcast. Is number two podcast yeah. on Highway 104. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, Zalyn, you said something uh, that kind of sparked uh, sparked a thought. Just uh, just the idea of like looking for others to validate what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think whenever we start to do that, man, nobody else in the world, unless we've said it out loud, knows exactly what God has specifically, uniquely created us for. And if we look to others to validate that for us, man, like they like they won't even come close or yeah. they might discourage us from that because yeah. because they don't know exactly what God has created us for. And that's that's speaking in a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. And of course we can we we can compare ourselves to others in a materialistic yeah. sense, yeah. which can also hurt our confidence in Christ and our identity in Christ as well. But yeah, I I I love that idea of man, let's not look it. Let's yeah. not look for others to validate mm-hmm. how we should present ourselves to Christ. Yeah, I think it's really easy too when we're in comparison to lower God to our level and to elevate people, like what Good you were saying. Night. That is so true. Yeah, like like if there's someone that I really trust as a spiritual leader and stuff, I'm going to elevate them to almost the position of God. Yep. And say, hey, what should I do with my life? Like this is what I feel like's happening. Can you confirm this? Can you tell me where I should go? You say jump. I say how high. And I, man, like I've seen that in my own life and it's a hard thing to break. It's a hard, cause it's really easy when you look up to people to elevate them mm-hmm, because yeah. we, we don't see God. We don't necessarily, like some people out there may have heard the audible voice of God, but I've never heard the audible voice of God. <laughs> and it's right. through discernment in the Holy Spirit that I can tell where God's leading me to. And so it's really easy when it's not always clear to bring God down because we want to trust in the people that we believe in. Yeah. More than we want to trust in the God who has saved us, and so it's yeah, it's it's really hard to break, but it's definitely doable because God has brought me through that. That's so good, dang, cool. So last piece here, <clears throat> uh, verse fourteen says, "I press on toward the goal for the prize." Keyword: their prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. 
So uh, on ground level, like I think of like a way to combat this. And for whatever reason, the illustration that comes to mind is I I can remember when, uh, gosh, a long time ago, when I got my motorcycle license, you had to maneuver through these cones, right? And it was almost like making this snake to go around the the cones. And I can remember all these people failing this test as they were turning their bike and they're looking at the cones and they would fail it because they looked at the cones and the instructor said this, if you want to succeed through this, you cannot look at the obstacle. You cannot look at, in our case, the comparison, the things we see in our peripheral vision. In fact, the way to get through this and pass this test, or in our case, the test of life, is to look toward where you're heading, or according to Philippians, toward the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, which seems so elementary, right? It seems so easy to grasp that, but that is harder to do, right? And when it comes to life. So I guess for the, for the whole class, what would you, as a parting piece of information, what would you say to the high schooler or the adult, um, a way that you would encourage them to uh, keep their eye on the prize? Yeah, I I think uh I think it's really 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 easy to look back and see all of your wins and like uh I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It's easy to like turn around and look back and see all your wins and stay there rather than looking forward and seeing where you can go or where God is calling you to to go. Well, I think the flip side of that is you could sometimes dwell on the the bad things that have happened and think you're stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who have had the bad things that have happened in their life and they say that defines me now. Mm-hmm. That is that is who I am. I come from a broken home. So I'm gonna probably have a broken home. That's true. Home. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a lot of people who do that. And I think to your point, you gotta get around that. Yeah. 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 Break those generational issues. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. But the the straining forward, I love the I love how the scripture writes it, straining forward. Uh, another translation says to press forward, right? It's going to be something you're going to have to work at. Mm-hmm. And I think back to our foundations series where we talked through spiritual disciplines, scripture, prayer, worship, service, community. Man, that's how you strain forward. That's how you press forward that the community aspect, the community of men, people holding you accountable to those things. And I think, uh, 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 yeah, to me, like that's how we strain forward. Yeah. And something that's helped me a lot is I have to always go back to my identity in Christ. I have to always remember what Christ did for me in an easy way for me personally that I do with that is I hold on to a verse in Ephesians 2. Um, some of you may know it. If you do, you can say it out loud with me. Ephesians 2, 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, verse 9, not a result of works so that no one may boast. And I have to hold on to that a lot because it's easy for me, again, to compare. It's easy for me to feel like I have to earn something in my salvation. And so I have to hold on to the fact that God saved me that it wasn't anything that I did. It wasn't anything that I could do. It doesn't matter how good of a Christian I'm going to be or that I would be or ever will be. It's because God saved me. Yeah. And that's why I push on for the prize because if God saved me, then he's saving me. Or I mean, he's already saved me. But he saved me. <laughs> 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 because he saved me, I want 
to strive forward. I want to continue to spread the gospel. I want to continue to push on for that prize because I know that that God, I mean, if he if he saved me, like there, man, there's nothing that brings me more joy, yep. and there's nothing that pushes me forward that excels me forward than knowing that my God loves me so much, and I don't have to do anything to, and I'm not going to do anything to lose that love. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. You guys can actually, let's do a little promo. So every Friday, there is a new podcast from the Tip Tip Bros podcast, right? Agreed, right? Yep. Every Friday. Anything our listeners need to know about the Tip Bros podcast? Yeah, we're just the, we're the tech guys here at Three Circle Church, tech and creative team. So uh, if you ever see us behind the scenes and think that we're interesting people, you might want to listen to our podcast well there's no thoughts there there's, it's just they are they're yeah, very interesting we're very people. interesting yeah if you're if you're interested in anything tech related whether it be photo video any of the avl stuff, leadership discipleship leadership discipleship kind of yeah, yeah any but, of that yep. uh, or if you just like listening to stuff in the background that's entertaining like come on by check us out yeah yep. right. what does uh what does tip mean tech inspiration production it's an acronym Oh, I did not know that. Okay, yeah. cool. We're, we're very wise. Sweet. So, well, thanks so much for for tuning in to our weekly recap. We'll catch you next week as we are in week four of Best Life. Oh, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that in there. <laughs>